Amen. I want to talk about what it means to be a Christian. And I talked to Mickey. He said everybody that comes in here, they get a little, you know, a little, I guess a little a lesson on what it means to be a Christian and some of the values that this place incorporates. But but Paul is here talking about what it really means to be a Christian. Okay. And yesterday we talked about one of the things is, is, is a Christian will have a, a faith that's active. Okay. A faith that's lively. You, you know, you ever meet, you ever meet people and you ask them how they doing and, and they'll say, Oh Lord, you don't want to know. Oh, I'm going through. Oh, you, I mean, you every time. Uh, amen. And if they call you on the phone, you know, they calling you, they, it's always going to be some complaining and you don't even want to answer it. Amen. We don't want to be like that as, as men and women of God. We don't want to be like that no. because we say it all the time. I, if I say God is good, y'all say all the time. And he's good all the time. And, and, and a lot of times when we allow those spirits to, 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 to hold us down and, and cause us to go into depression, we're we not being faithful. Okay? We gotta be, we gotta be strong in the Lord. And I used the example of the children yesterday. You know, y'all see these children around here. They ain't never running around here like, oh, I'm tired, oh, I'm tired. They, they busy. Okay, and they probably, they probably busy right up until they go to sleep. That's how we need to be. We need to be active. Next thing we want to be diligent. And I, and I say this. I know a lot of preachers. I don't know who comes out here and preach, but I've been preaching a long time. And a lot of preachers say being a Christian, it's almost like it's easy. Let me tell you something. It ain't easy being a Christian. It ain't easy walking with the Lord. It ain't easy serving. It ain't easy serving God in a sinful world, a fallen world. It ain't easy serving God in this flesh because this flesh really, truth be told, don't want to serve God. Amen. Amen. I know that's true. This flesh don't want to serve God. No. You know what this flesh want to do? Y'all know what it want to do. Amen. I know what my flesh want to do. Amen. Okay. Eat, drink, and be merry. That's it. So serving God in this flesh ain't never, ain't never. It wasn't easy for Jesus. It wasn't easy for the apostles. It, it hasn't been easy for anybody that's following God. So I don't want y'all to leave here thinking, you know, it's gonna easy pickings. It's not. It's gonna be tough. But you know what? It takes us to our next point. The next point is: is Christians need to be tough. I don't hang around a lot of folks, and I'm gonna tell you why. I like hanging around folks. I know if something, if it go down, it's going down. Okay. Now I've told you, I worked at the prison system for 31 years. Okay. I hang around a whole lot of folks, but the folks I hung around with, if it went down, it went down. I knew, I knew where they were going to be. Okay. Same thing, same thing in, in, in your walk with the Lord. You got to be tough because you're going to run into some stuff. Amen. Not once in a while. All the time. All the time. You got to be constantly making decisions, okay? The Bible says he, he uses the word long suffering. I like that. Long suffering. Able to suffer long, and even while you're suffering, still doing what? Giving praise and glory to God. Glory to God. Ask yourself, can I, can I praise God when I'm suffering? Because if you can't praise him when you're suffering, he probably don't want your praise when you're doing good. Okay? That's right. You gotta work through some stuff. You're on your you're on your way to heaven, and nothing's gonna stop you. Because you're chosen. 
God chose you. You didn't choose God. I hope everybody here understand that. God chose you. Amen. He called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You didn't, we would never have come. If God didn't call me, I'd still be out there. Amen. I'm just telling you, that's, that's, that's the way it is. So this is why I preach the way I do, because I've, if God has called you, I want you to hear his call. Amen. And sometimes to hear his call, you got to be confronted. You got to be convicted. Amen. And God will use preachers to do that. Amen. And the preacher come in and, and, and he don't, you don't want him preach it on why you shouldn't eat peanut butter. Amen. Preach the word. Paul said, I preach the word. Okay. I do too. That's why I use that example. Okay. And, and, and the fifth thing we talked about yesterday, God wants us to be consistent. Amen. Okay. If y'all see me come down here, this is what y'all going to get every time. Okay. I've been doing this for almost 15 years. Everywhere I go, people say, you preach like that all the time. Yeah, I preach like this all the time. Good. Preach, preach. Okay. I don't, got no, I don't got a whole lot of gears. Amen. Okay. I got one gear. <laughs> it ain't no buffet. I'm gonna come in here. I'm gonna preach the gospel, okay? And know what I'm gonna try to do? Upset some of y'all. Get y'all. Get y'all mad, okay? Get on y'all nerves. Make you look at your life and make you look at your your life and say, you know what? I want to be better. I want to be stronger. I want to be tougher. I want to be more consistent, okay? That's it. I want to be that example, okay? And I'm just honest with you. I folks don't like it. You know, I pre I preach a church empty because they don't want to hear that all the time. Well, this is all I got. Here's the, here's the next thing. We want to be good examples. I like this. Paul says we ought to be good examples. That's a good thing. When we when people see us, if I was to see you guys, maybe at Walmart or Aldi somewhere, and, I, and you see me. I want y'all to say that brother that come down to come down to rescue mission, Amen. and y'all looking at me. Amen. Y'all don't want to see me in there acting a fool, cussing out the cash Amen. register, Gail. Okay. No, y'all want to see me? Y'all want to say that's the brother that came down here and preached. Let me look at him, y'all. And we do that, don't we? Do that. I know we do that. So we all want to be good examples of what it means to be men and women of God. Okay. Here's the one Paul says in, in verse number eight. Let me let me read verse number eight. He says, for from you sounded out the word of the Lord. Now, this is interesting. This is interesting because when you talk to a man of God, you talk to a woman of God. If you talk to me, I don't care where you talk to me at. You know what I'm going to be talking about? Sooner or later, sooner or later, we getting down to, to me talking about the Lord. Amen. Now, I, listen, I can talk about my Cleveland Browns. I can talk about Baker Mayfield, and I can talk about why they got rid of Odell, but sooner or later, okay, we're going to start talking about, you know, salvation, and we're going to start talking about Jesus, and we're going to start talking about these great men and women of the Bible who are our examples. We want to be, we want to be heralds, okay? How many, how many have heard of John the Baptist? John the Baptist was a herald. His job was to announce the coming of Jesus Christ. That was his job. Okay, so when people came to John and they tried to get him off track, you know what John said? He said, I must decrease and he must increase. What John meant by that is he got to get bigger and I got to get smaller. My job was to announce him. Okay, 
That was it. When, when his job was over, it was over. Got his head cut off. See? <laughs> I don't want to get my head cut off. You know, a lot of folks get their heads cut off preaching the gospel. That's going to say it ain't an easy thing. I don't want y'all to think, you know, it's going to be easy because some people you tell about the gospel right now and they'll cuss you out. I don't want to hear it. That's how that go. You keep that to yourself. You keep that Jesus stuff. Okay? Here, here, here's one. How many, how many heard the story of the lunatic of Gadara in Mark 5? You know, read about it. Just open your Bible up in your spare time. But this man was crazy. He was going out of his mind. He was cutting himself. He was doing all this stuff. But what happened? He met Jesus. He met Jesus. And when he got done with Jesus, when Jesus got done talking to him and touching him and casting them demons out of him, guess what it said? They found him sitting at Jesus' feet, clothed and in his right mind. And you know what? You know what Jesus told him to do? Because he said he wanted to go, go and walk with Jesus for the rest of his life. Jesus said, no, 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 no. Here's what you do. Go to your family and tell them about how good Jesus is. Amen. So when you leave here, all better, all well, stronger, more powerful, you need to go home and tell people how you did it. You ought to have a testimony, okay? You ought to have a testimony of God's goodness because God is good, okay? And he don't want, he, if you call his name and you say, I want to be saved, he's going to save you. He's going to save you. And then in, in, in Acts 1, they say, and everybody that he saves he gives them power. Amen. There's no excuse. Okay? Somebody say, you know what? Go to your room tonight. You think about what we talked about today. You know what? That man, that man, man made a little bit of sense. Let me see if it works. God, give me some power to it deal works. with some of this stuff that I'm going through. Make me better. Make me stronger. Okay? Who in here don't need to be stronger? Who in here don't need to be better? I got both my hands up. Okay? Here, here's the next thing he talks about in verse, verse number 8. Watch. He says this, Friend, friend, you sounded out the word of the Lord in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith toward God is spread so that we need not speak anything. You know what they had? They had a God-honoring witness. You know, there's a verse in the scripture. There's a, here, here's my life verse. Seriously. Here's my life verse. 1 Corinthians 10.31. I don't, I, you know, I don't have to even look at it. But it says this, in all you eat, drink, and do, you do to the glory of God. Okay? So if I'm thinking about doing something, and I think about doing a lot of stuff, okay? Well, you know, the soul and the spirit get saved. The flesh don't get saved. Okay? So this flesh has a mind of its own. All right? These hands work. These eyes work. Okay? I don't want y'all to think I'm up here like I'm holier than thou. Okay? I got issues too. Okay, but here's here's how I handle some of those issues that come, some of those battles that come. I use my life first in all you eat, drink and do due to the glory of God. So if I'm deciding to do something and it could be it could be something good. And I'm going to say to myself, how am I going to give God glory in doing this? Now, if I'm doing getting ready to do something crazy, then I got to. How am I going to give God glory in doing this? Okay, because I want to stay saved. I want to be. I want people to. I want people to understand when they talk to me. They talk to somebody that has a relationship with God. They want to talk to somebody. They may not know, but they want to talk to me. And they even say, "This man, this man talk different." 
I want to talk to you in a God honoring way. Right. Okay. When I worked when I worked at the at the at the prison, we had we had female inmates. Okay. And and uh, I don't know. I got signed to them. They say, "Well, Sergeant Neal, you go down there and work with these 500 females." Okay. And brothers was getting fired every day, messing with these women. Okay. And the women would come into my office. And I would talk to them and, and talk to them with respect and talk to them in a way that honored God. And they would tell me, no man has ever talked to me like this. Amen. Amen. They would say to me, Sergeant, excuse me, no man has ever talked to me with the kind of respect you show me. And you know what I would say? And all you eat, drink, and do, do to the glory of God. And I went in that place every day. And if I wouldn't have went in there with that mindset, I could have been taken. I could have been had. Okay? Because this flesh... Don't play. It's got it's got three it's got a threefold plan. John ten ten, kill, steal, and destroy. That's all the flesh want to do. Take you out. Okay, take you out. So we want to have a God honoring witness. And and, and and here's number nine. I like this one. An unmistakable witness. Watch what it says in verse number nine. It says, for they themselves, these folks that that Paul had met in Thessalonians, they wasn't godly people. They were, they were what we call heathen people. They, they worshiped idols of wood and stone and brass and water and the sun. You know, some of us in here, you know, I'm a Pisces. My, you know, my birthday's coming up this week. You know, before I was saved, that meant something. I would read my horoscope every day, you know. But once I got saved, I put those false gods to the side. I still know I'm a Pisces. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, but watch this verse. See, these people turn from idols to serve the living God. What's that look like? What's that look like? When somebody meet a person of God that's been saved, they'll look at us and say, you know what? What's something different about you? You change. You're not, you're not the same person. Okay. That's what I mean by an unmistakable convert. You know, people used to that knew me back in the day. They still talk about, you know, I was in bowling leagues and all this kind of stuff and a lot of crazy stuff going on in bowling leagues. Okay. And I was known for that stuff, but then when I got saved, you know, when I got saved, they knew me for something else. Amen. They knew they they had a they had a different look. I had a different look about myself. Okay? And when he says an unmistakable convert, it something should be distinctive about a man or woman of God. Amen. Okay? I was in Dollar General just the other day picking up something and a lady was behind me and I said go ahead on and she was just complaining and then she went to cussing and swearing I mean she just hit hit everything you know she didn't know I was she didn't know I was a pastor or a man of God she she just was happened to be right there and then she cussed out everybody and then she said and when she was leaving God bless all y'all <laughs> that happens okay that happens and and, and and what was her witness it was unmistakable Okay, if your mouth is like that, and, and that's, not a, that's not a mouth problem, see? The Bible says what? Out of, out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. So somebody in here got a cussing problem, okay? Got a cussing problem? It, it's, it's, it's a heart issue. And, and that's something you can take to God. You say, God, you listen, clean up my heart. Because I want the things that come out of my mouth to give you glory. Glory. I mean, that, and that's, that's, the, that's the baby steps of, of walking with the Lord, okay? Yeah. You know, I was just keeping it 100. Yeah. 
Last one. I'm, I'm way. I, I'm, I'm, I got plenty of time today. A royal servant. I might have to go, go back a little bit. A royal servant. Here's, here's what Paul called these people in verse number, t- number nine. They were a royal servant. He said, they, they, for they showed themselves what manner of entering we had under them, how they turned to God, watch this, from the idols to serve. To serve everybody in here, if you're a woman of God, a man of God, you are God's servant. You know, I, I, I talk about Mary. Mary. Mary was one of the great servants in the Bible. You know, that's why so many people's name is Mary. But Mary, God used Mary in a mighty way. God used Mary to bring Jesus Christ into this world. And, and, and you know, Mary called herself. She said, I am a bond servant. Of the Lord. That's what Mary called herself. And she served the Lord in that nine months that he, she carried him. And then she, she was there his whole life. She was there his whole life. She served God. Okay. And I can go down the list. Moses and Joshua and Peter. All of them. Ruth and Hannah. They all served God. And I would challenge anybody that's here. Desire to be a servant. Even in this place. Even while you're here, put, practice it. So when you go out into the world, it will come second nature to you. Because we all serving. I'm serving now. That's all I do is serve. Okay? I, if, if they call me in to preach every day of the week, I would do it. Because I'm a God serving, and he's going to find time for me to do it. Okay? That's what he do. They were, they, were, they were servants. Watch this. Let me, let me read this first. Talking about serving God, serving God at all times, okay? And all we eat, drink, and do to the glory of God. Look at this verse. It may be familiar to some of us. We've probably heard it throughout our time, maybe in church. But here's David. David, David had a problem once, and David, David got get, David got in trouble, and he left Jerusalem and he went down to a foreign land. And what David did, what David did, he he hid his his royalty from the people. Okay, so when they found out who he was, they let him go because they knew he was the king. But when David was let go after that, here's what he wrote in Psalms 34. Watch this now. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. That's what David said. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. He said, my soul, he said, my soul makes its boast in the Lord. What David talking about? David said, I learned from that. And we got to learn from our mistakes. We got to learn from our mistakes. We got to learn from our shortcomings. But as children of God and men and women of God, we, we have to have that type of attitude that I will bless the Lord at all times, at all times. Good and the bad. When I'm going through, when I'm struggling, guess what? I'm going to bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. So, in review, what's a Christian? Active believer. Serious, busy, sharing, always learning, diligent, okay? Diligent. You know, when I look at that word diligent, paying attention. Paying attention. Knowing in your heart and your soul, you know what? I'm not going back. Everybody got a made up mind. I'm not going back to that way of life. Amen. I'm not going back to that thing. 
Okay, whatever that is. And you gotta have you gotta have a strong mind to do that. Okay? Then you gotta be tough. I can't emphasize it enough. I love tough Christians. Okay? I do. I love hitting people. I like hitting people. I'm, I like I walk up to you if I know you real good. When I worked at the prison, I, I love working there because I had some tough dudes. I had some tough dudes. I mean, I had I had white supremacists. I had Crips and Bloods and heartless felons. They all. I mean, I kicked it with all of them. Okay, they was tough. You know what they? And they were serious about what they did. If we as Christians was as serious about serving God as the Crips and the Bloods and the ABs are, guess what? What a better world we live in. Amen. See, they serious. They serious. Then, then you got to understand that you chosen, chosen by God. Okay, God called us. Think about that. Think about how, if you truly been called by God, by His grace, not by your, not by anything you've done, but by His grace, you He's called you by His amazing grace. Okay, imagine how much. You ought to praise him and thank him and be thankful that he called you because if he don't call us, we don't come. And grace is something we don't do. Then we want to be powerful. We want to be God honoring. We want to be unmistakable. I like that word. Unmistakable. Unmistakable. And then we want to serve God. We want to serve God. Let's pray. Amen. Amen. Precious Lord, we just want to serve you. We want to be all you called us to be. We want to be active. We want to be diligent. We want to be enduring. We want to know that we've chosen. We want to be consistent. We want to be a good example. We want to be a powerful voice for God. We want to live a life that's God honoring. We want to be unmistakable with someone look at us and say, that's a man of God. That's a woman of God. And we want to serve you like you are our Lord and Savior. And like David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will shall continually be in my mouth. Amen. 